Oh, no, I just had the volume well, up. Welcome back to Truth Hurts. We expose corrupt politicians lying corporate media. I'm Jake Duesenberg, your host today. Joining me as always, Mega Jesse. How you doing there, buddy? No, I'm doing good. I think we got a lot of good stuff to get into. I'm very excited. So, yeah, good to be here. We also have William replacing Bridget reading the comments today. Bridget's actually in Ireland, so... Mm-hmm. We get we get William. That's all right, Mister Straightlace himself. I'm by, the, I'm in my favorite spot though. I get the desk and everything. Yeah, so I exactly. get to read your comments. It's my favorite part. Make sure you uh, let us know where you're watching from. Also, if you want a comment read for sure, go ahead and click that Rumble rant. Also, make sure you like the show so more people will see it. And running the dials as always is Mister Deep State himself, Dawson. How you doing, Dawson? Wait, no microphone? Look at that. He's got to do. He's got to do everything else, you know. <laughs> so I don't actually fault him for that one because it's a tough job. I could definitely not do it. I got the easy job, right? I just, you know, just talk, right? That's easy to do, and a little show prep. You guys do a lot of the show prep. So here's what we're gonna get done today. We're gonna have a great interview with. Well, could be a terrible interview. I have no idea. Well, I think it's gonna be a great it, interview. <laughs> I hope I don't jinx it. No, I think it's gonna be good because I really enjoyed uh, seeing this video. A gentleman arrested for reading the Bible in a public park in Watertown, Wisconsin. His name is Marcus Schrader. His pastor, Jason Storms, joining us in just a minute. We're also going to be talking about Trump's true social binge this weekend, which is hilarious. Jesse wants us to uh, discuss this, which is great. And by the way, this third indictment, insane. They actually Mm -hmm. want to put a gag order on him, so we'll discuss that. Dean Phillips talking about running for president. What the heck is going on here? This is strange, so we got to talk about that. Mitch McConnell heckled in Kentucky, and this is uh, this is Jesse putting this on here. DeSantis says election not stolen. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay, and then the other thing, and don't let me forget to bring this up, the mystery box. Someone sent this. This is the funniest gag gift. I love it. Um, Jake's it, just trying to cover for himself here. Oh, is Totally that a gag gift. There you go. Um, apparently, I'm in the... Uh, the gold level membership, two hundred fifty dollars a month uh, for for the Biden Harris twenty twenty four election. I get the ads. I think they're on Facebook. Is that right? Instagram. I see. I see these ads. They're hilarious. I've thought about doing it. I've got some guesses. I assume inside here, I get to find out the person that did this. Uh, I've got three guesses, so we'll cover this later in the show. If it's one of you watching, oh, good job. You probably had no idea I was gonna do this live, but we're gonna do it live. <laughs> So uh, let's get into this story here because religious freedom is obviously an important issue to us. One of the protected uh, God-given rights that is protecting our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, the First Amendment. This happened um, in Watertown last week in Wisconsin. Uh, So as you guys can expect, uh, Pride Month doesn't just end in June. They think basically it's Pride Year all the time, right? There's no end to it. So they do a Pride event in the town square and just like anyone else that wants to exercise the right to free speech this young gentleman marcus goes there and reads the bible and apparently that leads to arrest let's go ahead uh this is on actionforliberty.com if you want to read the story let's scroll down let's watch this video it's uh tweeted out what, what's the what, what twi- twitter handle is that sorry am i sh- should i be saying x handle right now I think you should be. You're misgendering the uh, the social media platform. There you go. Or okay, dead Tony, name, Tony, at Tony X2. All right, anyhow, let's play this video. Watch this. The law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, 
Beware lest you be consumed by one another. Hey, hey, what are you doing? What is the problem? What's wrong? What are you doing? You didn't give him any warning. You just grabbed the mic. This is the same one that we had. Yeah, that was in there. It was not out here. What is wrong with you? What are you doing? They said we can speak out here on the sidewalk freely. Nobody told us that. This is the, well, how come there's no amplification? Hey, you guys are acting like thugs, man. You're acting like they straight up thugs. Hey, you're, you're, you're taking away my He has every right to be out here engaging in speech. He has every right to be out here engaging in speech. There's cars driving by with their radios playing. That's amplified sound. People are standing out here with radios. That's amplified sound. The ordinance has to do with a decibel gauge. You don't just get to pick and choose which amplification you like and which you don't. That's selective enforcement of the law. That's discrimination on the basis of speech. That's what you all just did. Content-based discrimination based on speech. Walk away because you know you just did wrong. All right, joining us today from our neighboring state of Wisconsin is Marcus Schrader and his pastor Jason Storms. Guys, I watched this video. I'm watching a young man read the Bible in a public park. Obviously a protected right in the First Amendment. And all of a sudden he's getting cuffed. And, and basically, the way I look at it, being kind of pushed around by local authorities. Tell us what happened here, Marcus. Yeah, so um, we went out to the Drag Queen Story Hour to have a public witness against uh, the evil that they were doing there. There were uh, grown men dressed in lingerie, dancing before the children. Uh, the children were giving them dollar bills and... Um, you know, so they're they're hosting this drag queen story hour and drag queen dance hour. And as they were doing that, I took our speaker, I took it to the sidewalk outside of the fence. They had a fenced in area uh, for for the event. And so I was outside the event, outside the fence on a public sidewalk, and I started reading from Galatians five. And the beginning of that video is the is actually the beginning of me using the amplification. So we got on video the, the me using the amplification and then our interaction with the police there. And so, um, as you see in the video, they didn't they didn't come up to me or or give me any warning, say anything to me. They just come up and start taking the microphone from me. Uh, they arrested me, and then they they essentially, after about an hour or two, um, released me with with two citations: one for amplification without a permit, and the second one for resisting arrest. Wow! So, so you need a permit to just be out there in the public square and discussing important issues of the day is that is that their rationale here yeah that's what it says uh but the specific code they charged me with was actually for music um from what i've heard is is political and religious speech is supposed to be classified as a protected class of speech and so um uh, some people are saying that that code ought not to apply to my situation but that's what they're charging me with were you singing some dangerous hymns i mean come on <laughs> come clean with us some dangerous sims. We just had a gentleman from Idaho, Gabe Branch, who was arrested during COVID, and they were all singing hymns out in the parking lot, and that was too much because apparently they weren't all on their marks six feet apart outdoors, where COVID doesn't really spread, which is insane. So, Pastor Storms, is this is this what you saw? You you were the gentleman with the camera, right? Aren't you the one recording this? Yeah, I was filming it, and uh, it's nice you had Gabe on. We were just with Gabe in Atlanta a few weeks ago. He's a good, good dude. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. we like him. Yeah, we, we were out there. We had been out there all day, and a lot of our young people had been inside the venue, which was open to the public. And so, of course, you know, when you invite the public to come, their, their free speech rights come with them. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of discussion, conversations happening. Our young people had gone inside to pray, to film and video some of the activities, and they were eventually started to be pushed out of the, the, the park area. And some of them were actually uh, detained and forced out of the park. Uh, and then later released. Um, so we moved back out to the public sidewalk outside the, the park area. And Marcus set up the speaker and began to, to read scripture. And, uh, you know, there's probably 50 officers there on duty protecting this event, whereas Marcus said these, these, these grown men, you know, dressed in women's lingerie are gyrating in front of children, three, four, five-year-old kids all lined up to, to watch this, you know, just absolute absurdity and just perversion. Um, so Marcus is, starts to read the scriptures and they immediately just descend on him and uh, tell him that he was not allowed to use amplified sound. And of course, you know, as you saw, as I said in the video, uh, you know, a- the, the, the federal courts have been very clear. You can't just restrict amplification uh, without reasonable time, place, manner restrictions, right? So like you can't use amplification in front of somebody's house and blared in their windows and that kind of thing. Uh, but on a, in a public sidewalk in a public park where cars are driving by with their windows down, blasting music, people are walking around with Bluetooth speakers, uh, playing music, clearly amplification is, is not an issue in that sort of environment. Uh, so certainly he was selected out because of the content of in, in nature of, uh, of the, the preaching that he was doing. And so, uh, yeah, I, I would say blatant violation of his First Amendment rights. Why do I get the feeling this uh, pastor used to be an attorney and then he saw the Lord and went to the right direction <laughs> in his life? Because even from the video, I hear you. I'm like, man, he's kind of making some interesting like legal arguments. It sounds like he's got mm-hmm. some history. Do, do you have a history doing this kind of stuff or were you really a yeah, lawyer? Yeah. It, oh, this wasn't our first rodeo. I was, I was a juvenile delinquent and had run-ins with the law. And then after I became a Christian, <laughs> began to uh, do a lot of street evangelism. I was actually arrested uh, the first time for preaching the gospel uh, when I was 22 years old, that was 23 years ago, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, actually at a gay pride event, and uh, a lesbian lieutenant who was there attending the festival while on duty uh, came up and threw a bunch of us in a paddy wagon without warning, and so that was my first foray into that kind of thing, and of course quickly had to learn learn that what they didn't teach us in school, <laughs> which is the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, and then how that's been applied by the courts, and the importance of freedom of speech in the First Amendment. And so, you know, I had to become versed in that sort of thing. And people fought, bled, and died to defend our right to speak freely. And uh, sadly, so many Christians don't even understand their rights and allow them to be trampled on. And that's part of why we're at where we're at as a nation, right? I mean, it's an important right, except for when there's a virus going around, then you just lose it. You can't have that during a virus. No, no way. Uh, so, you know, I'm watching that video. At the very tail end of that video, I notice like a parking lot full of squad cars and mm-hmm. you just said i think 50 law enforcement officers i i come from uh on alaska wisconsin i'm on the far western side of wisconsin is where i grew up okay. so i don't know watertown too well you're more central towards towards milwaukee isn't that correct yep yeah it's it's kind of uh almost milwaukee suburbs it's probably 40 minutes straight west of downtown milwaukee how, how big it's how big of a small town you know it's how, not a big city so. what's the size I, uh, what is Watertown? Probably 20, 30,000 people. Maybe. Okay. So b- big por- portion of the, the PD are, are there. 
you would you think know, they, they had, state, had state troopers at state troopers and you know it wasn't mm-hmm. just watertown police officers so, so, so yeah they had so why what are they expecting to happen here uh good question i think that they knew there was a lot of opposition from the community you know uh this thing goes on in milwaukee obviously routinely but in a small, you know, Watertown and Jefferson County is a fairly conservative. Dodge County surrounds it. That those are fairly conservative mm-hmm. counties. There were several local groups organizing protests, and of course, they asked us to help. And and we've we've gone to a lot of these events to share the gospel and stand against these things. And so there was probably over 200 people out there in opposition to this event from multiple groups, quite a few different churches. Of course, even a neo-Nazi group sh- showed up there and, and and did a little thing for a little bit. Uh, so, you know, I think it well, was, I, uh, I didn't even neo-Nazi groups uh, yeah. were these people organized like I, I've never even seen something like that. Yeah, you can watch the video. I posted it on my Facebook. It was actually I, I, I have no idea the real story as to how they wound up there. But hmm. the initial the initial story that came out like uh, in real time as it was going on was a national. Th- this was national coverage on this Nazi group. So uh. certainly the organizers of the event were using them to discredit oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah right? uh, my, my conspiracy heads already going oh, fire yeah. right <laughs> now i understand marcus because you have a great uh speech i'm assuming this was last night at the city council is it or was this last that, week that was last week tuesday okay so yeah you, you initially addressing nazism and why it's so bad without a, a society that believes in a faith in this case jesus christ why, right, yeah, why, because, yeah why would we well, go ahead go ahead the, before that they had some lgbtq activists that were at the city council meeting and so they were going up there and using rhetoric saying uh, trying to group our group in with the nazis now of course i had never heard of this nazi group never seen them before and they show up for 20 30 minutes max get the attention of the news and media and then leave and so w- with that did we they get there. into uh black suburbans and take off is that all <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah, on, sorry. So, we so I mean I had no no familiarity with this group and all of a sudden because they showed up for about 20 30 minutes our entire all the Christians that were out there um protesting were being grouped in with with these Nazis and and trying to they were trying to associate us with them and say you know we're on the same side um which of course our young people um who were out there we were we were preaching to people going into the drag queen story hour we are also preaching the gospel uh, to the Nazis too, um, and so good, uh, yeah. So so we were doing that, and so that that's the context is at the city council meeting. Uh, they were trying to group us in, and so I went up there, gave that speech to try and set the record straight, show that that we weren't connected, and also point out the inconsistency that you can't hold on to the fruit of the Christian worldview and deny the foundation that that comes from. We can't we can't complain about um, Nazis and, and what they're doing. Well, at the same time, we're rebelling against God's law just in in different areas. Mm-hmm. So you guys are clearly not Nazis, but what what group are you with? Is this like a church event, or is this like some sort of separate nonprofit group? What what are you guys about? Yeah, um, we're uh, most of us there were uh, from Mercy Seat Christian Church, the local church that uh, we go to in the area. Um, he is one of the pastors there, so. Uh, that, uh, there are many churches out there. We got a group of uh, young people. Um, we call ourselves Warriors for Christ. We've we've done out, gone on done some ministry with that. Just young people from different churches, and so you know a lot of different uh, churches and groups like that that were out there that day. 
You know, what's interesting to me watching this uh, video of you speaking in front of the city council, do we have that clip handy, uh, Dawson, at the mark? Let's go ahead and quickly play this here. I want people to hear what he has to say. Discussions with LGBTQ activists. I completely understand the other side. I want to understand the other side. But drag queens twerking on kids in lingerie is unacceptable. And that's something that we have to notice as a culture. We can have our disagreements, but there comes a time when we have to understand that we are all going to stand before God one day. And we're going to have to give an account for what we have done with the children in our society, the innocent minds and the children who deserve to be protected. Thank you. I mean, like, I look at this and I go, when, when did common sense leave our society? <laughs> like, yeah. you can't go dress up half nude gyrating in front of kids and as you guys just put it i think i heard you right they're encouraged to put dollar bills into the area yeah. general areas of these performers is that correct yeah does someone Absolutely. have this on, does someone have this on video yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah lots, lots of, and this and this was tame compared to some of what we've seen in other cities and other states so this is going on all over the country and just hideous yeah we we actually um so I don't think we've got video. Uh, I'm thinking the St. Cloud one where they encouraged kids to bring ones for these entertainers. That was the St. Cloud. Is that correct, William? Uh, yes, Saint that event. was the St. Cloud. Event. Uh, in in St. Paul, Minnesota, we had a drag queen dance right in the rotunda of the Capitol mm -hmm. in front of legislators, in front of little children. To me, it's just like, how have people completely lost their mind where they think this is okay? It's clearly sexualized. And quite frankly, these performers, in my sense, is they're getting some kind of gratification from this, which is really, really dangerous. Um, so this is what you guys witnessed happening at that park that day? Yes. And we had our local Wisconsin statute. You know, uh, there's a statute that prohibits this type of behavior. And we were showing it to law enforcement saying, who's going to enforce this? You know, who signed off on this? Who's permitting this to happen? Of course, everybody was packing, passing the buck. We talked to aldermen, the mayor, uh, legislators in that area before this event to try to get this thing canceled preemptively. And of course, everybody was passing the buck. Nobody wanted to take responsibility, you know. And so, you know, where I really place the blame, though, is, is in the pulpits, you know, as a pastor. Yeah. It grieves me that we have an emasculated form of Christianity that's pervasive in our society where you have pastors and churches all over our state, all over the country that are completely silent about this and don't think it's their responsibility to speak to this. You know, my understanding of the scriptures and of the historic Christian faith is Christians confront injustice. Christians stand and protect and defend the weak. There's a masculine aspect to Christianity that's been largely lost in our day where Christian men stood up and defied tyrants. They stood up and confronted injustices, and we need to revitalize that kind of masculine Christianity. It needs to start in our pulpits. Yeah, I mm -hmm. couldn't agree more. Um, what, did you put your lawyer hat back on, Jason? Uh, what, do you know what that statute is in Wisconsin? Yeah, uh, we have it here. What is it, 944? That's 948.055. 948.055. You got it? 948. Point Zero five five? Did you say? Yep. Yeah. Will you uh, grab that and put it in the show notes so Dusk can pull it up on the screen? So yeah, yeah. that's uh, we're we're communicating on a totally different or same level here because that's exactly where I was going with that question. Uh, in Minnesota, we we had people alert local law enforcement when the St. Cloud event was happening, where they were clearly 
Oh my God. I mean, it's not gonna shock you guys, but they, they were teasing how uh, children should be bringing dollars. I think, was it down to four years old? Do you remember Jesse? I can't remember. It was, it was ridiculous. It was really young. Something like that. In fact, they even had a children below a certain level got in for 15 bucks. We were thinking about crashing this event, going undercover, but it pained us to even give them money because it would be helping <laughs> this awful cause. And by the way, sponsored by a lot of big corporations, this uh, Pride yeah. thing in St. Cloud, which is terrible. Even Articat, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so how far away were you let me guys? Get, let, me get, let me get there. Okay. So, so they, they have there was two Minnesota statutes, and law enforcement was going to do nothing about it. And they even say on the teaser of the pamphlet or whatever it is to promote the show, they say – no touching the performers unless they want you to. And then they kind of have like some suggestive little joke about it. Haha, <laughs> you know, like unless they want you to or they welcome it. It's like, what what is going on here? This is clearly wrong. And people are, eh, we're not going to do anything about it. What were you going to say, Jesse? Yeah, I just had a quick question for you guys. So how far away were you guys standing from, you know, these drag queens from the event that was going on? Based on the video, it looks like you guys were fenced out. It looks like you guys were on the sidewalk. And it looks like you guys were protesting, not disrupting the event at all. So how far away were you guys from what was going on there? About a, probably about 100 yards, maybe a little more yes. than 100 yards mm-hmm. where we were. Wow. So, yeah, that, that's what's interesting about it. It's uh, amazing that they would you know, arrest you, considering the fact that you're saying you're 100 yards away. You guys are doing your own thing, and you're uh, just putting your own message out there. Yeah, they didn't want to hear it. Wow. So are, have you been formally charged, Marcus? Maybe I missed this before. They gave me two citations, the one for amplification without a permit, and then the second one resisting arrest. And then they also gave me a notice saying that for the next two weeks, if I go on any Watertown public parks, I will be arrested on the spot. And like the, the officer was very firm about it, telling me I would be serving jail time, be charged with state charges. If I even walk on another watertown park for the next two weeks I'm, I'm confused so resisting arrest is a citation like well first of all what were you doing to supposedly resist arrest because it looked like you complied to me yeah i i was asking the officer who handcuffed me as he was walking me away i was like what am i being charged with what laws have i broken and and he started by saying resisting arrest and i asked him how he said my muscles tensed up which of course is <laughs> thing because i wasn't even sure why i was being arrested in the first place mm-hmm. And so, or that you were being arrested, right? They didn't even tell me that I was being arrested. They just handcuffed me. And so, as he was walking me, walking me away, I'm like, "What laws have I broken?" And he tells me resisting arrest. I'm wondering <laughs> why I'm being arrested in the first place. And and so, um, amplification without a permit is essentially what they charged me with as the initial reason I was being arrested. And then my muscles tensing up because he grabs my arm from behind without me expecting it. I was focusing on the officer in front of me. He grabs my arm, my muscles tensed up, he said, and the, that that was the basis for their charge. And the penalty here, what, what, what are we talking about? Like $500 for resisting arrest and then about 200 for amplification. Hmm. Usually, yeah, usually resisting arrest means you're going to jail. So you're not formally charged, you just got a citation. Um, but, but you can still contest. I assume you're contesting it, right? Yes. Good for you. Uh, do you have that uh, ready to go, Dawson, the statute? Let me pull this up. This is uh, Wisconsin State Statute 948.055, causing a child to view or listen to sexual activity. Uh, you'll have to zoom in. It's on the top there. Yep. 
Uh, whoever intentionally causes a child who has not attained 18 years of age or an individual who the actor believes or has reason to believe has not attained 18 years of age to view or listen to sexually explicit conduct may be penalized as provided in subdivision two. If the viewing or listening is for the purpose of sexually arousing or gratifying the actor or humiliating or degrading the child or individual, that seems hard for them to, to prove in court, but it's like, I kind of think that's what's going on here because why else would you do this? I mean, they say to normalize the lifestyle, the LGBTQIA plus five spirits and everyone else. But I just don't, to me, it seems like this is a clear violation. And, and this was brought up to law enforcement officers and they just said nothing. Yeah. When we, we were talking to them about the history of drag queens, you know, it's not like, Oh yeah. We're good just point. talking about random, just a random individual here. The, the drag queen it's, 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 there's a, why did they select drag queens to do these story hours? Right. I mean, it's kind of like a stripper, right? If you bring a stripper in to read stories to children, we know what strippers represent. We know what they're about. We know what that is, right? And so drag queens, in similar fashion, you know, the history of drag queens uh, are inherently tied to sexually provocative conduct, behavior, uh, the burlesque shows and all that sort of thing. So, you know, to say that it's not sexual is, is as absurd as saying that having a, a striptease reading uh, children's stories would not be somehow inherently sexual. Of course it's sexual. Yeah, and I just, I don't think they're would have any problem with that honestly these days if it's just a stripper did that but of course there's no big advocacy group behind strippers doing this it's all because it's lgtp and it's pride by the way that's a seven deadly sin right uh let's go to uh the viewers and let's go to the comment section here what do we got william yeah uh, starting off on rumble debbie z44 says political slash religious prisoner uh, well luckily he's not going to be imprisoned um but boy right wouldn't be shocked these days, right? Uh, Tucker91 says, go to the park anyway. First Amendment covers freedom of movement. Uh, Bad Hat Th There's Harry Tucker's says, uh, legal advice. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bad Hat Harry says, fight it in court. Um, over on Facebook, uh, Nathan Wiesenberg says, the laws in Minnesota... Wait, hold on. That's uh, Senator Nathan Wiesenberg. <laughs> State Senator, Senator Nathan, Nathan yeah, Wiesenberg. <laughs> uh, the laws who represents probably the the best district for uh standing up for religious freedom <laughs> true very true yeah. uh the laws of minnesota say you can't advertise to minors via social media which they did also can't include minors in the show which they did by asking four-year-olds to tip he's talking about the well he, Cloud event. clearly has q adjacent talk there you know this stuff doesn't <laughs> happen he probably believes in pizzagate and sound of freedom and all that crazy nonsense right of course mm -hmm. yeah. well you know that I was thinking about it. if they want to start calling us people Q adjacent, we got to call them pedophile adjacent because that's exactly what they are. If they support these drag queens for kids, they're pedophile adjacent. Well, you know, it's interesting, and you guys probably don't know this in Minnesota, the Democrats in, uh, and, and, and I'm sorry if I'm getting political here because maybe you guys don't don't at all. Obviously, we, we agree on this part of the politics, but um, Democrats in Minnesota changed the Minnesota Human Rights Act. They just took over a majority here. They changed the Minnesota Human Rights Act and removed the um, the term pedophilia as a protected sexual gender. So essentially now one could construe that pedophilia, the attraction of uh, an adult to a minor, is a sexual orientation, a legitimate sexual orientation. There's no other way to read the law, by the way. They removed 
the one thing in the law that said it is not a sexual orientation. So they're crazy. That's the direction I see them going. And clearly they're doing this right there. They're, they're rubbing it in our face. No pun intended on that one. Brad Ganser says, stand strong in your faith. We got a big audience here that really supports what you're doing, Marcus. So tell us what's the next step for you. Uh, just figuring out where exactly we take this legally. Um, my, ma- my main goal isn't just to get myself vindicated, but to make sure that next year Watertown doesn't have a drag queen story hour, that that this 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 story and, and all the influence that has come out of that, that this would push the city of Watertown to realize that we it, it's unacceptable to allow grown men dressed as women to gyrate in front of children. We're not going to allow that in our city anymore. And so I, I've received um, numerous messages from Watertown residents, all of them in support of me, saying you know that they're there so i I'd, i would probably say that if if the mayor and those in watertown aren't going to actually take a stand against this in the future that their political careers probably aren't going to last very long just just from the amount of um support i've seen from from watertown residents on this issue i love it uh if people want to follow this story where do they go well we'll be posting updates on our youtube channel warriors for christ studios uh, we've got a podcast that we just started up as well. Um, so we've got an episode up uh, from last week, and then we'll be putting our second episode up this week. So um, that'll probably be the best way. I'm on social media. He's on social media as well. Mar- Facebook. Marcus, how old are you? 19. And, and what do you want to do when you grow up? We'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go into pastoral ministry. Oh, geez, shocker on that one. Now, I'm glad you didn't take uh, Jason's uh, first choice of going into law. Um, <laughs> but no, I, uh, they keep referring to you as a street preacher. I'm like, well, I think this guy's got some aspirations. So stay on that journey. That seems to be the right right path for you. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Go follow these people. We'll, we'll stay in contact with them, William. I mean, this is an interesting story. Yeah. You know, it's just like with Gabe. Uh, Boy, I, it's nice meeting all the patriots from across the country. I wish we had the show going during COVID. Like, yeah, this thing would explode. We would have found fun. all the patriots. Because that's the thing the media doesn't do is they, they don't want us all connected. <laughs> they want to. Well, listen, I'm dead serious about this. Do you think there's a good chance? And when I say good chance, like above 50% chance that that neo Nazi thing was like staged? Oh, yeah. Well, when you look at the. So I was watching some of the videos out there. Um, and there's this one guy with like this big, like stereotypical looking Nazi flag waving it around. And I'm like, hmm. who goes to these events with a Nazi flag and starts waving it around in front of the cameras? Like hmm. that doesn't make any sense to me if, if that's what you believe legitimately. Right. Yeah. 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 I, uh, <laughs> I mean, Jesse, I'm probably a dumb question to ask you, but higher than 50% chance that no I, I've, I haven't seen the video so I have no idea I can't but say just about knowing that, that neo-nazis showed up and I mean it's Wisconsin. it's you never really hear about neo-nazis but I mean like I went to a Trump rally one time and I saw a neo-nazi where you know he was you know big time wearing all the gear and everything so there's a few of them but out do you there. think that was a legitimate neo-nazi excuse me sorry just blew everyone's yeah, ears well, out, probably. Yeah, well, that was a good joke, but uh, we got a different mic for you today. Yeah, I'm not used to that. All right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm very skeptical on that stuff. Not that there aren't idiots out there. Um, yeah. I forgot to ask them. I wonder 
have they been rated by the Southern Poverty Law Center? Because it's very important to know what they weigh in. And then, of course, if Southern Poverty Law Center considers their mission a, um, a hate group, are you looking it up? Well, you were on top of that one. Like, I'm going to see what the Northern Poverty Law Center. The has Northern to say Poverty about. Law Center. Do we have the Northern Poverty Law Center weighing in on this one? That's that's important. Uh, give me a minute to find their tweet. De- about definitely this. not hate. Definitely not a hate group. I'm guessing by the Northern Poverty Law Center. Do I want to get into this yet? Do I do this reveal or do we go? I think it's a good time. Is this a good time? This is so this is hilarious. This is they send this to you. You guys have probably seen this ad. By the way, if you want to guess who sent this, go ahead and put in the comment section who you think. I mean, I I have a sense of humor, so I like it. It's hilarious. Okay, now this isn't like they actually got something from Binaries. This isn't the actual logo here. It looks like it's made to look like it. I have three guesses, okay? Number one, my neighbor, okay? Uh, it's, so they know my house, okay? So it's probably my neighbor. That's my number one guess. Kurt, you know, this would be right down your alley. Number two guess, Steve Schmidt. I could see you doing this. I could definitely see Steve. Number three is actually in the comment section. I could see Brad Ganser doing this one too. Those are my top three picks. I don't know. I didn't open. I, I was about to open this. Kirsten's like, what is this thing? I'm like, oh, that's a gag gift. I see the ads. Okay. I'm not a gold member, $250 member to the Biden-Harris 2024 campaign. Although Jesse's over there going, I thought I knew the guy. <laughs> so let's see here. This is so funny. And then now my mailman probably is like, oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they're supposed to put them at the door. Pete's pranks is what it's called. You have been pranked. Someone sent you a prank mailer. Oh, do they really not tell you? <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> Let's see if you... Oh, to see if they left you a message. Messages. Okay, here we go. Well, why don't you type this in, Dawson? Okay. Well, shoot. How am I going to find this out? Go to www.messages dot pranks.com I fear I'm gonna have to put in my address so I'm gonna do this on my computer so it's www.messages dot Pete's pranks it's asking for a name and a zip code oh that's easy put in uh Jake Duesenberg how do you spell that you don't know how to I mean, this is the guy running the show. You'd think at some point he had You know what? You do have a slightly confusing name. Like when I first met you. I'm just giving crap. Uh, It's (laughs) J-A-K-E. Got it. (laughs) Uh, D as in Delta, U-E-S-E. N as in November, B as in Bravo, E-R-G. Zip code is 55042. Uh, Click here to send a prank and get ten percent. What? No it doesn't message. even. It, oh, are you kidding me? Are we just wasting time now? We are wasting time. I don't know who's. Well, what's the point? You know what? They they probably have to pay more to to have the Pete's pranks in there. Does someone well, in the comments just want to reveal yourself? No, it's a secret admirer. <laughs> I'm like I'm saying. I think I could see it being. Uh, I could see it be Brad Ganser. Hilarious. Pretty dang funny. I think it might be the same company that does like. Congratulations on signing up for the big gay cruise or something like that. And they got a big mm-hmm. package that's supposed to be put out there. Pretty funny. Pretty well, before we transition sure. um, into into another gender here, uh, I want to read a couple of these comments. Um, 
Bayani Baker says, Hey, Nate, great to hear from you. Tucker says, Northern Poverty Law Center is the best poverty law center. A and lot I of think, people say it's the best poverty law center. I think A lot of people say it. the Northern Poverty Law Center might be locked out of their Twitter account. Are you so kidding me? We will be staying tuned. Well, luckily they got that big website and all those donors, you know. Right, right. <laughs> and, hey, if someone in the audience wants to donate to the Northern Poverty Law Center, we can probably hook you up. Um, Brad Ganser says, I wish it was me. Uh, I had a poker buddy send me the same thing. Uh, yeah, see, I knew Brad. If it wasn't Brad, Brad's in Brad's in that sphere of dudes, bros, that would totally be into this kind of stuff. Yep. So I'm not shocked someone punked him on that one, too. Um, I, I'm I'm going to – so I'm, once again, neighbor first, Steve Schmidt second, Brad was third. So I'm wrong on third, so I could still be right number one and two guess. Oh. Uh, New2727 says it's Kurt Doubt. A Brad Ganser. If it's Kurt Doughty, he probably actually donated to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tucker said earlier, um, Act Blue has Jake's info. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, they probably do, but not because I donated. Jesus, crazy people. Let's get into uh, Trump. Trump went on a binge this weekend. True thing. Mm-hmm. True thing, right? God, so smart. Calling your social media platform True Social. So it's not tweeting. It's True Thing. Although, what is it now? Xing? Is that what it is? What do you call it? Do you still call it a tweet? You know, I got to wonder if that's something else, because remember when Elon Musk named his kid that weird thing and then really was like, oh, it's actually a chemical compound or whatever? That's got to be what X is. X isn't actually X. We're going to see some change on that. I'm calling it. What do you mean? What do you mean X is? like? Well, what's the chemical compound for X? What does X represent? I don't think... You know, it's something like that. I don't think there's just an X. A chemical compound? What do you mean? He means element. Element or something. There's no element that's just X. I'm pretty darn certain. I know the periodic table is pretty well for a guy that's not in chemistry. Well... I took two uh, semesters in chemistry college. I'm just saying, this is too simple. There's XE. There's going to be more to it, and uh, believing it's X, we're going to be silly. I I got a feeling it's going to be something else. Uh, Did I look it up? What? Well, I look heard what like up. some. Well, the periodic table. No, I didn't look that Sorry. up. <laughs> well, no, there's no. It's I can called, confirm that there's it's, no Xeon. Xeon is XE, so I got that right. So I think Xeon is the only one. It's not called Xing. It's called posting. Yeah, it's just called posting now and oh, reposting instead lame. of retweeting. Yeah. Musk is taking a whole lot of L's with this Twitter thing. I. Well, he was doing great up until right now, I think, because the rebrand does suck. Until right this moment. Well, yeah. I mean, what what do you have against X? Not the say? wasn't there like a oh moment, like, Minnesota Farm Girl had it perfect. X is unknown in math. There you go. I'm sorry. Whose mm. job is it to read the comments? <laughs> <laughs> we did a little bit better job, William. <laughs> oh, it's just Ouch. a hang. It's just a hang. It's just a hang. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then, no, Bridget, come back from <laughs> Ireland, please. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. It's not just going to be X. Well, at this point, like, it's a Elon, Elon always plays the long game. There's there's more to this. At this oh, point, it's a variable, chess. right? It, X is unknown, which means anything could be there. So mm, it's good. No, I like it. It's a placeholder, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Who All knows? Right. I'll leave the comments back. To, do we have a rumble rant? See, if you really want to up your credentials, you, you're we're lacking any rumble rants under your watch, William. So a Brad Ganser didn't pay for a rumble rant, but said before Musk about Twitter. He talked about developing an all-encompassing super app that he referred to as X. Well, and it's I like think that's WeChat what it is, in China. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think. And, th- and by the way, they're doing, um, they're trying to do video, be a video platform, mm-hmm. which yep. I think, I think what we'll do is we'll 
Nick's Facebook and will go, well, no, no, what? You know what? Why don't they fight for it? Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, this is my great idea. You fight for our uh, our content. I don't know, maybe a cage match or something like that after you get surgery, Elon Musk. You know, if, <laughs> if we're talking about um, live reacting to videos, that should be something we look, watch live here on the show, the cage match between Zuckerberg well, and Well, if Musk. it's done by the UFC, we'll get taken down. Uh, mm. Yeah. I, I don't think it would be. I think it'd be its own uh, independent thing. Dana White's making offers. <laughs> Dana, um, you know, and Dana White, which he's an interesting guy. Love him and hate him at times. He says uh, he wants that fight, but he accused boxing of all these gimmicky fights. And, like, literally someone put together, like, just the greatest little um, clip of him saying, oh, boxing, modern day boxing is just all gimmick fights. And then right away... He's like, yeah, Elon, call me. <laughs> That's the biggest gimmick fight out there. All right, let's uh, go to these true socials. Let's pull up the first one. Trump on Friday goes, says, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, a th- a, I mean, my God, he's trying to kill the prosecutor here, right? Clearly, this is a violent act, right, Jesse? Mm-hmm. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> You uh, caught him zoning back yeah, in. Yeah, he was zoning on that one. <laughs> a little bit. No, I, I was I was thinking about what he was saying. So, I mean, it's pretty nuts for him to make a statement like this. If if we saw another candidate saying this, we would be taken aback and say, whoa, what is Ron DeSantis saying here? Or, you know, anybody else. So, yeah, I was going to say Mike uh, Pence. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mike if Mike, if Mike Pence put this out Someone there, like, we'd be like, what Trump the heck is going Mike on? Trump hacked Mike Pence's account. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that Trump is – threatening them and also what we're going to see in 2024 is going to be even bigger than what we saw in 2016 because uh if we think that trump was going to go after the deep state in 2016 imagine what he's going to do to these people now they're trying to destroy him trying to throw him in prison trying to uh take away his uh livelihood and you know destroy his reputation and uh what's amazing i was telling you guys before we started that you know if trump is at 43 percent or 45 percent depending on the poll you see uh in the general election right now that means the number is only going to continue to climb because if people see that all of this is already BS, then more and more people will be exposed to the truth. And, uh, yeah, when Trump gets back in there, it's going to be a complete overhaul of the deep state. It's going to be four think, years. That's how you take that tweet. Is It's basically I get back in. It's war with the deep state, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? And, and, that, and you have to rightfully look at Trump's first time in office and go, he didn't really drain the swamp. That's what he said he was going to do. He didn't drain the swamp. Now, you could chalk that up to – it's too hard. You can't. They'll probably kill you like they did with Kennedy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and and me like I'm not this big Trump cheerleader. Like I, I look at Trump, I go, well, there's some big problems keeping Anthony Fauci there, increasing the money supply, all that stuff. But they don't want him so bad they're willing to do this to him, right? Six months ago, no president had ever ex president had ever been criminally charged after leaving office, and Trump's now been criminally charged three times. Right? Like 70-some accounts of criminal conduct. So three different indictments. We're waiting for the fourth one. Mm -hmm. They clearly don't want this guy. And this third one is a ridiculous charge. I mean, it's a huge violation of First Amendment rights. Interfering with election. Like all these other ones, interfering with election, you can see the argument. But this one's like clearly interfering with election. Are you yeah. charging him for and they're, they're January trying to 6th now? Claim that he, yeah, exactly. You know, they've had two and a half years that they could have been able to, you know, prosecute. They could have uh, brought these charges for a long time. It isn't until Trump is in the lead. It isn't until Trump is running for office. He's looking like he's going to win the primary. He's going to beat Joe Biden. It's not until now that they, you know, come at him with these prosecutions. But, 
you know, I don't think it's a good effective strategy because, like I was saying, the people don't buy it. Even the Democrats know this is all a political witch hunt. They like it because they don't like Trump. But, uh, you know, everybody knows that, you know, they're not legitimately going after him. and They're only trying to hamper him down from, you know, being able to win. But I think these charges help him. Yeah, I, saw, I think I saw a poll is like the majority of people think it's political and the majority of people also think it's justified. It's like, whoa, that's mm-hmm. kind of scary. Yeah. But here's the thing. Trump infamously said, infamously said in the uh, debate with Hillary Clinton, well, if I was if I was in charge, you'd be in jail, right? Mm-hmm. And then he didn't throw her in jail. And I think that was the right idea because I think you're in a third world dictatorship. When you start imprisoning your political opponents, right? Right. And, and, you know, he was investigating Hillary. Uh, He had... uh, Sorry, sorry, Jesse. I'm obligated to interrupt to say that Brad Ganser has given us a $10 rumble ramp. He says, let's see Jesse and Jack Smith as the undercard for the Musk. (laughs) I'd take it. Jesse was a collegiate wrestler. Yeah, I'd be ready for it. I'd take on Jack Smith. He's, you know... From one Smith to another, I'd kick his ass. So, <laughs> yeah, bring it That's on. True. I'd be down. Smith v. Smith. All right. Know? Well, Rumble, if you want to see who I take on, okay? Yeah. So, I, I'm curious what you think is my uh, my opponent. But, yeah, you're going to clobber Jack Smith, right? I think I'd be okay. I mean, you have age on him. That's the nice mm-hmm. thing. Um, and you just shoot a double. You take him down. He's not getting back up, mm-hmm. right? I'd even take him on in boxing. I'm good to go. Whatever the style, I'll I'll take on Jack Smith. That's there you go. that's good by me. That's very good. Okay. Now, of course. Oh, uh, Amber. Go ahead and read Amber's. Okay, comment. I was about to flip. Go ahead. I can confirm that. it wasn't your neighbor Kurt, although he says he wishes it was him. Damn. So now you're Steve. down to one, right, it's Steve? What if it's none of the above? What if it's just should a I random call, supporter? Should I try calling Steve on air? Sure. Does he watch the show? Uh, probably not live. He's you should watch. He's a big fan it. of the show. They have no. Clue. Oh, I didn't bring my phone with me. Yeah, that's probably not good to put him on. I, I'm gonna go. I bet it's Steve. If it's not one of those three, man, it could be my brother. <laughs> <laughs> they have no. Clue. It was one of you guys. Well done. Appreciate it. Wait, wait a second. Wasn't wasn't okay, me. Wasn't. No. Okay. Uh, we got a good comment from base. Why did Minnesota. I not think it could be Tushi? Could be. I don't think he would do Tushy. that. All right. Um, base Minnesota oh, says. Rodeo. Oh, read that comment. Go ahead. <laughs> if if people thought the election was rigged in 2020, how can we guarantee it won't be in 2024? Before you answer that, I I do want to read Rodeo 55, who says Jesse, I think Jake would take on walls. Uh, I- <laughs> Accept. I yeah. accept right now. We'll do it. Sanctioned fight. Okay. Two veterans. One that deployed, one that dodged <laughs> yeah. the deployment. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do this. Come on, Walls. Mm-hmm. See, I can it. already see the Star Tribune headlines now. Action for Liberty. Uh, president threatens violence against Governor Walls. Good. Let's get <laughs> yeah. in the headline. There we go. All right, Ta- William, you can, have, uh, you can have Antifa Keith Ellison. That'll be your guy. All right, dude. Talk, Tucker <laughs> says Walls would just dodge the fight like he dodges the point. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah who wouldn't pay to see that? Honest to God. Well, who do I, I don't like? think I should say this. I want to fight somebody. It would be fun. Okay. Who do so. I, what political person do I get to fight? Lee Finky. <laughs> I could take on Lee Finky. I think he'd get beat, though. <laughs> I think Finky has the height advantage <laughs> and the height and weight. Because when you were when you were in the CIA or when you were starting in the CIA, uh, you were you were like a desk jockey. You weren't like one of those covert guys. That's not true. 
Oh, it's not true. See, we got him to admit it. So Napkin Nader 79 gave a $10 rumble rant and said, had a good laugh today when Chris Finke decided we are, in quotes, authoritarians. And the younger generations aren't falling for well, it. I don't even know what that means because uh, we're blocked from reading Finky, right? So is there a tweet out there? Yeah, Finky blocked both the AFRL account and my personal account. So now... What? Uh, how, do we, how do we look this up? Well, they haven't blocked the Cherry Tree Studios. Uh, do you have a Cherry Tree Twitter account? It's Finky's account specifically? Yeah. yeah. Put in their, uh, Chris's fake name, Lee. Uh... Brad, you are such an asshole. <laughs> Bad bet, Brad. Jake and Walsh should <laughs> race to the red. <laughs> what is this? I am on threads. Ugh. Don't be on threads, anybody. Oh, wait. I can check this Lee Finky's threads. This has been Ellie threads. interacts with her mentions. Hope you enjoyed it. What, what is going on here? Is Lee Finky calling himself Ellie again? Wasn't he Ellie back in the day, Jesse? Yeah, before, in between Chris and Lee. This has been L interacts with her mentions. Hope you. This is a very disturbed person. What are yeah. we? I'm now very curious here. What else do we got? Do you think Lee oh. Finky's gonna block? Hold on. So Finky would have done like a. I'm gonna talk to people tonight at X time or whatever, and then just went. Or maybe it's just oh, here we go. a number. Of... Oh, hold on. Go back. Go back down. No, that's not true. That's not the case. I'm a. F- okay. First of all, I gotta read this. Nathan Mark O'Malley. I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, here, hold on a second. Uh, I, I might have found it. I can't tell what you're on. Well, there, there's one that says No, that is not the cause. It's authoritarian yeah, that, to disagree with progressivism. You are the culture, not the resistance. I'm afraid it is authoritarian to seek power through limiting the rights of others and to cheat overturn elections in order to maintain power. This is, yeah, yeah, I don't agree with, disagree with what Lee's yeah. saying here. Uh, it's bad to look at rig elections, yeah. yeah. Look in the mirror. This is a global trend in conservative movements, and it's being rejected by young people. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, I'm not even going to give that any any more response because it's so utterly stupid. Yeah, uh, and um, Finky is right. I totally reject the idea of stolen elections. I think it's criminal, and I think it's awful. There you go. There you uh, go. I think it should be blonde Matt Walsh versus the regular Matt Walsh, although it might be the most boring. Oh, I'd never, I'd never punch Matt Walsh. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, this I is mean, if it's in a fight, a respectable, a professional fight, yeah. I could take him. But um, so we have actually. Breaking... Why don't you fight uh, Ben Shapiro? Mm-hmm. Since you, I would do that's, that. that's even easier. Yeah. Yeah, he's sure. He's he's a muscular guy, though. Have you seen him flex? Mm. No, he's not. Yes, he is. What? Yeah. What do you mean he's a muscular guy? If you're like, short, like he... if you're short and you flex and you have muscles, you're cheating. Yeah, but you mean he's like toned? You're a much bigger dude. No, like. But I'm not going to get into the subject can, right can now. I, do because I, can I use this as an, an excuse to look up him flexing? I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is exactly what I didn't want to get into, Ben Shapiro flexing. I think this is really funny, guys. What's so funny? So President Biden is doing an exclusive what? interview. Okay. Uh, all right, mm, so tone. He's definitely tone, but his, I'm not saying this guy's uh, better shape than I expected. His right one is a lot stronger than his left one, it looks like. That's you see funny. that? <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Well, it's, what is interesting about that, William? It almost looks like an injury or something. It's that's severe. Right? Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm a little shocked. Uh, it is a video. Jeez, we're on <laughs> such a tangent here. Go ahead. Click on the video. You got yes. us. Good. Second time I got punked today. <laughs> you know what? He doesn't look as strong there. Uh, uh, I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, down. listen, he's not. Look, look at that. Look how. 
That's a sleeper build. I thought he would. Yeah, I, I thought he was weaker than that. I mean, but listen, he's not intimidating. Like, you're not intimidating one. Here. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the video with him and this like enormous trans dude, trans woman or whatever oh, they call him? Yeah, the one Where, that grabbed him by the neck. Yeah, that was yeah go find Where, that video. Okay. Yeah, this is shit on uh, Ben Shapiro. This show is what's becoming. Ben <laughs> Shapiro grabbed. I don't. By. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind Shapiro. Honestly, that much, but he's he's straight. He's just he's a neocon. Irrit- he's just irritating. He's a me. neocon. Oh yeah, he's I don't very... listen to it or watch him much. But if I run out of other, like if I'm on a long car trip, I run out of other podcasts. I'll listen to his. He's generally pro Ukraine Ukraine war. He's pro vaccine. Like all he's this pro stuff. vaccine. Oh yeah, he's pro COVID vaccine. Nah. <laughs> Even now, he's like, oh, he's kind great. of, he's kind of like, <laughs> well, it, well, it could be the vax, but you know, we have to look at all the data and this, you know, he's just like, he's not. Up a bit. All right, let's watch this video yeah. here. This is hilarious. I don't, I don't know where to start, so I'm just. Uh, because disrespect. Okay, forget about the disrespect. Facts don't care about your feelings. It turns out that every chromosome, every cell in Caitlyn Jenner's body is male, with the exception of some of his sperm cells. Here you go. It turns out that his Wait, I need. It turns out that he still has all of his male appendages. How he feels on the inside is irrelevant to the question of his biological status. I don't agree with that. I'm not on that train. I'm not on that train. She wants to be called she. I'm going to call her she. I just have a problem with the message and the messenger. So, well, let's let's now let's. I'm going to do two things. I want to re- reiterate what Zoe said, which is the bifurcation of the courage to come forward after a lifetime as a male and a certain kind of a male, versus did she deserve this award? Listen, the awards. What are award ceremonies except an opportunity to catch some eyes? Especially the ESPN. So, yeah, it's like ESPN. Well, well done, ABC. Yeah. They did exactly what their job was: oh, attract eyes. They did it. That's what award ceremonies are for. But. In terms of the science behind gender uh, dysphoria, you, you're very familiar with that, Zoe. Very familiar. It's not about the. Is it this? Where's the scene here? Within we our both know, new- but even so, you have a thing like Kleinfelter's syndrome. So you don't know what Keep you're going. talking about. Oh, here you go. You're not educated on genetics. Well, here we go. Here we go. Well, well, no, what no. Are your genetics. So I'd stay away from the genetics and back to the brain scans. You cut that out now, or you'll go home in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, that seems. Mildly inappropriate for a political discussion. <laughs> no, I know. Well, yeah. but wait, to be fair, but to be, no, but but you to be fair, wait, but to be fair. Yeah, I think his reaction is even funnier. That seems mildly I'm impressed that he was able to get that out, though. It did seem like he was yeah. pretty intimidated. And I think that trans dude who's looks pretty pretty beefy, no one's buying it, um, would probably destroy him. Maybe that's why he started pumping iron, if Could that's be. what it was. Could be. Of course, what, as uh, William pointed out, one uh, arm was bigger than the other. What do you guys say? And then we got to go to the next truth. Well, now, now we got comments. But, okay, go um, ahead. No, I want to talk about this. Biden is doing an exclusive interview on Wednesday. Uh, and guess with what channel he's doing it with? Uh, well, not we. Fo- is it Fox News? Mm-mm. He is doing it with his favorite conversation topic. It's the Weather Channel. He's going to be talking about the weather. Like he does with Hunter Biden's phone calls. Mm-hmm. I saw um, nothing. Meme. Really? No, I, I saw. Well, I mean, your setup was terrible, but uh, I saw a meme the other day. It was like, it is the weather. All we channel, talked though. about on the phone call was weather, whether or not I was getting paid. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Barely I, tried, I about wanted to post that change. one. I couldn't find it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would have guessed CNN. Uh, so Tucker says Shapiro is on the DeSantis disaster. Yeah. Based Minnesota says, of course, Caitlin was courageous. He would have been murdered had he not promoted that agenda for the powers that be. Brad Ganser says, how would you go home? How would you go home? 
That's actually a good point. How would you go home in an ambulance? That like went right over my head. Yeah, you don't go home in an ambulance. You go to the hospital <laughs> yeah, in an ambulance. That's true. Yeah. Hadn't thought about that. Yeah, just a little testosterone getting over, taking over the moment, <laughs> wasn't it? From that gal. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're in a crazy world these days. Yeah. All right, uh, Donald Trump's second truth. My political opponent, crooked Joe Biden, everyone calls him crooked, tells Merrick Garland and the DOJ to indict and arrest me on bogus charges and accusations, trying desperately to steal the election, our sweet, sweet election. But that wasn't enough. Dude, I don't know why you have to do that. That's what he does. <laughs> he has these different no, inflections. No, it, <laughs> I know. I'm ruining the sound. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's your show. What am I doing? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, he now wants the. Well, I'm trying to do a Trump impression. It's terrible. I, granted, but you guys get what I'm doing here. Um, Brad Ganser's like, can I take away that rumble rant now? <laughs> he now wants thug prosecutor deranged Jack Smith to file for a court order taking away my First Amendment rights speech. So, based on yet another radical left hoax, I'll be the only politician. He puts politicians. <laughs> There's so many gems in this. Politician in American history not allowed to speak. The never-ending witch hunt continues MAGA. Mm-hmm. Your reaction, Jesse? Yep. No, I mean, that's exactly what's going on. We've never in, in the history of our country seen a political opponent of, you know, a sitting president being targeted in this way. They want to, you know, limit Trump's speech. They want to put a gag order on him. I mean, I was telling you guys before, it's not like Trump's going to listen, even if they do. So, uh, you know, I almost think, you know, go ahead, bring it on, because Trump ain't going to follow your rules anyway. So... Uh, no, I, I think it's absolutely nuts. And, you know, between Jack Smith and this judge, everybody's corrupt in this whole thing. Every single uh, one of these people involved uh, is connected to the deep state. They're connected to Hunter Biden or they're connected to somebody. And uh, they're all they all just happen to be anti-Trump, never Trumpers. And, you know, these prosecutions are happening in D.C. Do we think Trump's going to get a fair shake in D.C.? Of course not. So uh, we've never seen this kind of stuff happen before. I think it's a shame. And uh, it just proves how much the swamp needs to get drained. Uh, William, I want you to read the third one. You, you get to do your Trump impression here. Go ahead and pull it up. Let me see if notes. I can read it. No, you can re- oh, just pull okay. it up the show notes. You can read it on your thing. But, yeah, I think this one's crazy. The, the idea that they're going to put a gag order on the, a presidential candidate. Yeah. A former president. You know, we've never you, – you were saying before, never in history. Never in history. President, has a president ever gotten charged with any crime ever? And now we have – that exact thing happening while Trump is running for office again. It's nuts. It mm-hmm. is completely nuts. And I don't know anyone looks at this and goes, this is not political. And even people that think it's political, there's a fraction of those people that say it's okay. And I just have to ask, you think this is okay? You think, first of all, are they going to put a gag order? Trump's going to ignore it. Clearly he's going to ignore it. Are they going to arrest Trump and book him for that? Is that mm-hmm. what he's finally going to prison for? Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, Rodeo 55 says you cannot seriously expect DT to not make his opinion known. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right, third uh, third truth that we want to read here. Wow, it finally happened. <laughs> little Mike Pence, little Mike Pence, little man, a man who was about to be ousted as governor of Indiana until I came along and made him VP, has gone to the dark side. I never told the newly emboldened not based on his 2% numbers, Pence, <laughs> to put me above the Constitution, the document that I love, if we're being honest, <laughs> or that Mike was too honest. He's delusional, and now he wants to show that he's a tough guy. I once read a major magazine article on Mike. 
It said that he was not a very good person, and I was surprised. But the article was right. Sad. I I think you did a better job than me on the impression. Oh, thank you. It just sucks that it's so long, right? Yeah, I yeah, know. I, I can feel it, you I struggle. can feel my voice. I know. <laughs> you're struggling to get it. Oh, Trump. Trump yeah. It's just entertaining as hell. But uh, my favorite part of that is he calls him Governor Indiana. Yeah, I think that's so funny. Not Governor of Indiana. Governor Indiana. Put that back up there. <laughs> governor Indiana. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's incredible how bad Mike Pence is doing, like you know, and, and Trump takes a jab on there with the 2% poll numbers because it's true. I mean, Mike Pence has zero support out there. Uh, it took him forever to get 40,000 donors to get into this first debate. You know, Perry Johnson beat him to it. If Perry Johnson is able to get uh, donations quicker than you are as the former vice president, it shows the Republican Party is just not that into him. So, uh, you know, and Mike Pence, of course, ever since the Tucker Carlson interview, a lot of people haven't taken him seriously ever since then. So, but uh, admit this to me: isn't it more entertaining to have Mike Pence on the stage because just how pitiful he is? Like a little everyone bit, yeah. loved what happened. Well, and also with the just Tucker. the dynamics of it. I mean, to have a president and former, you know, former president, former vice president in the same administration running against each other, just from a historical standpoint. It is cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, bring this to you guys. So we, we're debating actually doing a live watch party on the first debate. Let us know if you like that. My rationale is we wouldn't do this if Trump was in there because Trump already brings the entertainment value, right? But because these things are dry, people don't know who some of these characters are, we thought we would do a live viewing party. So you watch it, but we put some commentary and joke around. Let us know if you think that's a good idea. Or you're like, no, shut up. I want to watch these assholes talk. Yeah, that, that's me. I'm like, shut Jesse up. Jesse doesn't what, think it's a good what? idea. I kind yeah, of do. I, I just, when I'm watching, I, I don't want to hear other people's opinions on stuff. You know, it's like, uh, you just want the debate, you know? And, oh, you know, all that's of a sudden, your opinion. I, I'm over talking Mike Pence. You know, nobody cares what I have to say over Mike Pence or uh, somebody yeah, else, I think you know? most people do, actually. But uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I'm not debating. I'm not a candidate, you know? But that's the point. I think, you know, Trump's doing it. Trump's already entertaining. What are we doing? We're stealing the entertainment value, so, right? It's like talking over... Uh, but people like reactions. Like if Trump says something funny, people like seeing us laugh in response. Yeah. It feels like they're watching with someone instead of watching on their own. All right. Do we have any comments on us doing a view party? So we have a couple comments that I'm going to read now. Rodeo 55 says... I, I think this is an approval of my impersonation. He says, William, good Trump try, good job. Uh, Tucker says Pence accidentally admitted that he had the power to overturn the election. I, I know nothing about that. Brat, Bad Hat Harry says as long as you have a drinking game built into the debate, I think I, think I that's agree. True. It has to happen that way. I agree. Like, and we need a bingo card too. I think. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So we got. Um, we we'll definitely do it with the drinking game. Uh, absolutely. You want to run a live show during the debate? Agreed. Okay. Definitely need a drinking game. Three. Brad Ganser is disgracing me by saying, so you need to have funny people, though, not William. Fake news. <laughs> William Beck, the funniest guy I've ever met, maybe ever. Now you're just trying uh, too hard, William. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was a, all right. Navigator um, <laughs> 79 says, will Trump even be there? I think he will. He has no reason to be there, though. He's so high ahead in the polls. Like, why give... Doug Burgum the opportunity to go after him, and that's the general thinking: right. is you don't go to a debate if you're that high in the polls. But right. Trump almost could take that risk because he might improve. <laughs> right. Because they'll on stage, 
They will look so bad. Like I was all, I was like Rand Paul. I'm all in Rand Paul 2016, and then that first debate, and yeah. Rand tries to attack. And Rand Trump. Paul shouldn't even be on this stage. I'm like, yeah. oh my he god. He said he's number eleven in the polls. Nobody cares, you know. And then he called Rand Paul ugly, you know. He so did. I was just like, well, there goes Rand Paul's campaign. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, geez. Yeah, which is crazy because he doesn't have any of his dad's energy. You know, Ron Paul could get that crowd going electric. You know, if it was Ron Paul in that place instead of Rand Paul, the election would have gone a little bit differently. I don't know because a lot was, of Ron Paul different. people win Trump. Yeah, but it was different. Like Trump just protrudes this like strength, right? Yeah, and and um, confidence, and everyone next to him just looks weak, mm-hmm. right? Like Jeb, it just was. It was a slaughter. That was the thing. So, all right, let's uh, go to we, we got to talk about Dean Phillips. For pre- uh, this is confusing. To me, OK, Dean Phillips. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not from Minnesota, you don't know who Dean Phillips is. You're, no shocker there. Right. What if you're from Minnesota? Is that what you're laughing <laughs> no, about? William had to Williams up getting a soda right now. <laughs> But he's got his freaking mic on, oh. and so we can hear him opening the can right now. Did you? <laughs> Sorry. Why can't you last a show without getting up and getting your diet soda? Look at this. He's got two at his mm-hmm. – what is this wrong with empty. you? What is wrong? Like, I seriously. thought I could be stealthy, and then I forgot I have this thing on. <laughs> I wish you went to the bathroom. That would be so funny. All of a sudden, you're <laughs> – Oh, what movie is that from that uh... – I know what you're talking about, and probably it's really many. funny, but I can't remember. It's probably many of those. Someone in the comment section will know that. There's a movie where they're in the bathroom. Oh, oh no. Well, that's probably many things. I'm thinking of, for sure, uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where um, Frank goes to the bathroom during the, the pageant. Hmm. I don't remember that one. I think he's going to the bathroom. He's definitely behind stage or something. That makes me think of Austin Powers. I think it was the first one with the cowboy in the bathroom, too. That wait, yeah. wait, guys, guys. No. This no, is movie talk. No movie talk? No Sorry. movie talk. Can't. Austin Powers isn't a movie. It's an event. It's an event. It's, it's an experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we got a couple comments that I got to catch up on. Brad Ganser says, if Trump is smart... He will be at the debate because he needs to attract voters that may be disenfranchised or that have left the party. Hold on. Tom, uh, yeah, I think Tom says naked gun. That's it. That's what I was thinking of. Oh. Naked gun. There you go. There's yeah, a- I, I kind of agree with Brad, but not not these first couple of debates. He, you don't want to be up there with Nikki Haley and uh, oh, I forgot Doug she was Burgum still running. And, yeah, oh, crap. Francis <laughs> Suarez. You know, there's just a bunch of nobodies. Uh, you know, maybe in that third, fourth, fifth debate, maybe Trump needs to get involved. But, uh, yeah, d- don't subject yourself, you know, if you're at, you know, Trump said on Newsmax recently, he said, I'm at 70%. If I go and do the debate, I'll bump up to 71%. So, you know, <laughs> he, he understands, like, there's not a huge reason for him to be there. Did he really say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Trump. That's, no. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how people can't appreciate the humor from that guy. I mean, mm-hmm. they hate him so much they can't appreciate just the pure comedy. That's great. Yeah. I love how he's like, oh, these debates are really important because then I could find out who my <laughs> his president is. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting if you oh. picked from them. You know, th- there's a couple of interesting choices. So, yeah, but Vivek, you know, the he, he's not interested at all in being VP from the way it sounds. So, And this is a hot take for you, Jake. Oh, um, this is a Pass hot that take. Diet Coke. I need to cool down. <laughs> I I don't think like I love Vivek. I would totally vote for him. I don't think he brings anything to the ticket. 
If yeah, he, would he wouldn't be, be a good VP choice. Is, right. That's what you're saying? Yeah, like, one, Ramaswamy is such a complicated last name, like Trump Ramaswamy. Two, mm-hmm. uh, he's from Ohio, and that's already solidly in the Trump column. Three, nobody knows who this guy is. Mm-hmm. Like, again, he doesn't bring anything to the ticket. Right. Um, okay. So NapkinNader79 says, the Trump voice and Diet Coke go hand in hand. I couldn't agree more. Sure. I couldn't agree more. All right, Dean Phillips for president. Let's uh, play this first clip. Dean Phillips is on, was it Face the Nation, CBS yep. Face the Nation, this uh, last Sunday. Of course, most of us didn't watch it because it's fake corporate media, but let's go ahead and see what Dean Phillips has to say. Is to those who are well-positioned, well-prepared, of good character and competency, they know who they are, to jump in because Democrats and the country need competition. It makes everything better. That's my call to them right now. All right, so that's very consistent what he's saying. And by the way, totally mm-hmm. agree. I'm not Democrat, but you know, if yeah. I was a Democrat, I'd be like, yeah, what's going on here, guys? We got the senile old man who's ruining the country. We can do better than this, right? Yep. And I so, agree with him, too, that I think competition is a good thing. Uh, but what, I, what ma- this makes me think about is, you know, Joe Biden, as a sitting president, this is you know, the most trouble a sitting president has been in a primary since Jimmy Carter. Uh, because, you know, let's think about Trump in 2020. Uh, there was basically only Bill Weld to challenge Trump in the Republican primaries, and Bill Weld got like 2%. Looking at these polls with Joe Biden, it's basically like he's not, he might get 70% and lose 30%. For an incumbent president to be losing 30% or more of your own political party in a primary, that is not a good sign of things to come for him. So Phillips is clearly not anti-establishment, and despite what he wants to run on in CD3 here in Minnesota, he's not moderate. Mm-hmm. But um, it, is there like a, a fracturing of the Obama-Biden people and the Hakeem Jeffries right. house? Like, what do you think is going yeah, on Yeah, maybe. Here? And also, you know, he almost makes it sound like he doesn't necessarily want to be the one to do it. He's saying, you know, I'm encouraging these people know who they are to jump in this race. We need competition. So uh, it sounds like he's maybe saying if nobody else is going to step up and do this, then he might feel like he has to do it himself. Uh, And I'm sure he just looks at it and says, these people cannot win. Joe Biden is not electable. Kamala Harris is not going to win. So he might be looking at just saying, uh, you know, from a Democrat Party perspective, why would you put up a couple of losers who might lose the election to Donald Trump if he is as scared as, of Donald Trump as uh, the media wants us to be? Is there a chance in your mind that he's looking at the interest of the U.S. House and they don't want to be attached to Biden, similar to a lot of Republicans scared that Trump was going to bring down the ticket? Mm-hmm. Do you think that could play into this? I mean, maybe. And he's been pretty friendly with Biden in the way that he's been talking in these interviews since. So I think that he's trying to walk a very fine line of being very friendly about things, but also trying to say that he wants to see something else, something different. And uh, it'd be interesting to see where the actual differences are between what he would propose and what uh, Joe Biden is doing, because I think Dean Phillips probably has voted with the Democrats and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden probably 90 to 95 percent of the time i'd be shocked if it was anything besides that uh so i i think it's pretty obvious that dean phillips is trying to make a name for himself he probably wants to climb in these polls he probably wants to uh be able to sell a book get national recognition and uh you know maybe he feels like if he can pressure biden into putting him in the administration or something i'm not exactly for sure what his play is here i think he's uh he wants to run for u.s senate I think either Tina Smith or Amy Klobuchar are going to 
either not run for re-election or step down. Mm-hmm. And why do you think they're stepping down? Because they're taking a cabinet position or what? Taking the cabinet position, running for higher office, like in the instance that. The What's the higher office? Governor. President. So you think in the situation is, that Biden steps down and it's a free for all primary? I know, but we've covered <laughs> well, this that's the thing. Show. Dean they're, they're, Phillips, the, the Democrats are not doing that. Like the Democrats are going to wait to the convention. They're going to have their assuming assuming that they can keep Biden like alive and walking yeah. around for that yeah, long. He'll survive. Right, Remember but that's Mark the thing. You know, great. Dean Phillips might just want to be ahead of it because you know. Uh, we think a lot of the Democratic insiders are not actually going to run Biden in the end of things. So Dean yeah. Phillips might be saying, you know, I want a place in that conversation. Oh, and the Democrats, that's true. The Democrats won't let him in the conversation unless he runs. He might have to run against Biden in order to be able to to be in that so conversation. it's a power play, basically. I think yeah. it's a power play, that and I think sense. he's just trying to say, well, I want to be considered for this thing, too, because it obviously ain't going to be Biden. But, mm. you know, the Democrats still contend that it will be Biden. Uh, I can't, I can't tell for sure. You know, I think now, what did you remember? Amy dropped out and endorsed Biden in yep. 2020. So what did she get from that deal? Right. Well, supposedly she was going to be attorney general, but then you remember happen. that big scandal. Yeah. So what, what is well, that? She and getting? also he didn't want to risk, you know, Biden didn't want to lose the Senate. Uh, well, I guess Tim Walls would be appointing the replacement. So yeah. never mind. In yeah. Minnesota's she got something yeah. out of it, right? We just didn't see it. Well, maybe she'll be. Maybe he's dropping Kamala and picking up Amy for vice yeah, president. Well, okay. So Dean makes some statements. You think he's got some points? Then he says this about Kamala Harris. Watch yep. this video. Qualified? I think she's absolutely qualified. In fact, I think she's misportrayed. I think everybody in this country should take a little bit of time and sit with people, observe them, know them before you draw conclusions. I think she is more competent and able than many people give her credit for. The job of the vice president is not an easy one. <laughs> yeah, clearly, because Mike Pence couldn't even do the job. <laughs> you like yeah. that one? Was it good? Yep. No, and it's it's pretty crazy. You know, Kamala Harris, you know, obviously she's incompetent. Obviously she's doing a terrible job as VP. She's afraid to say anything. So she says absolutely nothing with as many words as possible. Uh, and, you know, Dean Phillips, it's the same thing with the Biden lines, you know, that he's trying to play friendly. He's trying to do things in a way that the Democrats will still accept him in this whole in this whole deal. And, you know, most of the Democrats, I think a majority of the Democratic Party and the voters of the party do not want to see Biden run for reelection. Uh, but they're still they still kind of like Joe Biden. They still are friendly with Joe Biden. So Dean Phillips, if he does want to win, this might be the best strategy for him to do it. And uh, William, I think maybe you had written the article I just saw that uh, there's potentially a primary challenge to Dean Phillips that Melissa Lopez Franzen is uh, thinking about running against him. Is that right? Yeah, <clears throat> that is right. And Bad Hat Harry says the DNC is autocratic and doesn't like competition. Like, mm-hmm. oh no D- doubt. The second you step out of line, like you are punished within the Democratic oh, yeah. Party, and I, I mean this is just based on a rumor that we got from Voice Olson, so like take mm-hmm. it with a grain of salt. But like people are clearly unhappy with Dean Phillips, yeah, and he's walked the party line like this whole time up until mm-hmm. now. Oh yeah, impeachments, everything else. Yeah, yeah. he voted ninety five, ninety two percent of the time with Ilhan Omar mm-hmm. uh, in twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. So yeah, no, it's pretty nuts. All right, let's talk about decrepit old politicians. Uh, this is Mitch McConnell giving a speech. Was this last weekend? What was this? Yeah, when was so. this? I think, I uh, I think it was over the weekend. Probably. Yeah, either over the weekend or a little bit before then. All right. Uh, getting heckled by Republicans. Listen to this. Thank you. 
I mean, what a what like just what a professional. Just moves right on as if nothing's happening. It's so professional. I love it. Yep. They they're coached on this. Do we have the video of him uh I almost said fainting, but freezing. Was it look in the uh well or just type it in. I want to show this just in case you guys didn't see this. I'm I'm assuming this is a crazy thing that to say like people didn't see him freezing. It's worth watching again. But literally, we got dinosaurs walking around. Oh, we just learned about this. Diane Feinstein apparently has got a power of attorney. Her daughter, who someone brought up in their show prep, is of retirement age. Mm-hmm. So her daughter's of retirement age, six six. But years she's old. still a senator. She doesn't have her power of attorney anymore, but she's still a senator. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, pull up. Show us video of Mitch McConnell freezing at a press conference. Watch this. It's crazy. And a string of uh, <laughs> Are you good? Anything else you want to say? I'm sure it's good. Tucker says turtle mode. <laughs> it is kind of sad. Yeah, it's you know it's sad, but at some point we just have to be honest here and go, what the hell are we doing here? Why, why do we have these guys doing this? Yeah. Right. No, and and Mitch McConnell, he's obviously a very interesting person. He's he's led you know a crazy life that's you know gone on for decades and decades and decades, and it's really you know th- there is interesting stuff about Mitch McConnell, but. You know, but, is there? I go on. I'm uh, yeah. me. I don't know about these. No, but you know, then of course we have you know his China wife, you know <laughs> Elaine Chow, and you know there's all the stories about how you know the, uh, are you Mitch, talking about the uh, Mitch Trump, and his China uh, family, uh, yeah, uh, transporting <laughs> cocaine, you know, cocaine Mitch. So, but you know, just if you are a person who gets into the position of you know Senate Majority Leader or Senate Minority Leader for all these decades and. Uh, you know, Mitch McConnell, he's been around since like the 80s or whatever. And he's got, you know, a whole story about how he worked his way up in Kentucky politics. He is an interesting, fascinating person. And, you know, uh, he's like a supervillain. He's an evil guy. You know, <laughs> almost everything he supports is not good. Uh, but there is a certain element of the fact that, you know, he's a little bit of a badass. But, uh, you know, we the people have to be savage against these politicians. Uh, we have to tell them that your time is up. And uh, despite the compliments I'm kind of giving Mitch McConnell right now, I agree totally with what these people are doing. And I think that uh, it's not because of his age. It's because of the fact that he's losing his mind mentally. He's a little bit senile. And uh, it's because his politics are so out of touch with the working people, with the regular people of our country, with the with the citizen uh, class. And so considering that, uh, he's got to go. And, you know, Kentucky obviously can do a lot better. If they can have Rand Paul as the other senator, they can do a whole hell of a lot better than Mitch McConnell. And so I hope Mitch McConnell does retire. Well, it's his seat. You know, how dare how dare you challenge <laughs> yeah. his seat because it's his seat. It's not yeah, the and license. honestly, I think Thomas Massey is really, he's waiting in the wings. And that's, that's why, why he's, that's why he's gone a little bit more establishment. Right. Because Thomas Massey wants that Senate seat. It's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to – made a bad choice first to, like, endorse – Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Sanctimonious. What is what is the job that McConnell has right now? 
Senate Minority Leader. Senate Minority Leader. Minority Leader, that's right. Is yeah. that one of Sorry. the ones that you're there for life once you get it? No. No, no he still has to get elected every six years people like any other senator. elect him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he wins his elections in Kentucky big time. And it was he really interesting. He just won in was, 2022, right? Or is it no, 2020? No, 2020. Yeah, he was because okay. I think he was on the ballot at the same time as uh, Trump. And that's yeah, right. he had a. You know, his opponent, the Democrat who ran against him, actually, Ann Coulter, supported the Democrat. And the Democrat was kind of making it sound like she was a conservative Democrat who was even open-minded to Trump. Of course, that was all a lie. She was just trying to win votes. But there was a libertarian in that race, too. I, I mean, if I was in Kentucky, I'd be voting the libertarian over Mitch McConnell. But, but Kentucky's weird uh, because they got a Democrat governor. So yeah, it's but if you like... want to see a, <laughs> a, performance, a, a great debate performance, <laughs> it is Mitch McConnell's debate performance for uh, the 2020 election because he just sits there and laughs at his opponent. He he makes it seem like, you know, she's so stupid. She doesn't know what she's talking about, that he's the guy. He's been around forever. He knows how to get things done and that, you know, he was really pushing the fact that do you want Kentucky to be the number one state in this country? Do you want the leader of this country to be from Kentucky? And, you know, he was making a strong point. You know, Amy McGrath gets in there, freshman. She can't get anything done. I can get whatever I want done. You know, it, it was it was a it was a good way of putting it. So, yeah, All right, last yeah. subject today. You put this on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Says DeSantis says election not stolen. Make yep. your case there. Uh, yeah, and I, I got the video as well. I I had actually put on True Social, so I'm not the only person who agrees with this. Tucker, yeah, but I think Tucker's you're, take, on the but same I think you're taking the um, the lying corporate media's narrative here. Oh well, you know, maybe we should just watch it and then we will uh, watch we'll, it. we'll get into the. We'll get I, into think the I think you're. I think this is interpretation. No, I think this is fake news, and I don't really care for DeSantis right now as a presidential candidate. But watch. Are we wa- are we watching all of it or five seconds? Whatever the part. We'll is. We'll tell right. you when to stop. Okay. Yes or no? Did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th every four years uh, is the winner. Okay, but respectfully. You did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no because on whether or not Trump lost, then how of can Of course, you... no. Of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump Ooh. lost the 2020 election. Of, of course. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's the president. Oof. Okay, that's good. Okay, but So what, are you what... saying Joe Biden's not the president? I'm not saying Is that. Is Trump pulling the strings behind the scenes? No, he's saying, of course, Trump Jason. lost. <laughs> That's what he said. Of course, Trump yes. lost. So the election was stolen Trump from him. Trump lost. It's very yeah. obvious Trump lost. He's not in the presidency. Okay, so I think you guys are giving him a very generous interpretation on his words here. I think here, you're taking And I'm taking his words for media. exactly what they are. <laughs> uh, he's saying, you know, you guys are saying we can read between the lines and, you know, guess no, what he's saying. No, not at all. We, it's very clear what he said. Really? And so he's yeah. saying the election was stolen? Is that what he's saying? Or did he say Trump lost? He Which one is it? He said many times there were problems with the election. Well, yeah, many he's saying, yeah, many times in the past, but now what is he saying? He said, of course, Trump no, the, that's the, you're, you're falling and, and for the media's trick here. Look no, how they cut it. This, it. Is, he, this they, is DeSantis's words. Why didn't you mine. show us the full interview, Jesse? I would. I don't what have happened the full interview, between the clips? You but, haven't watched well, the full interview. Well, uh, we, <laughs> okay, well, you regardless, know, even are, if you are, take are we what supposed he to said? watch an entire hour of something? You know, you, I mean, come on. You don't want to show him presenting something. No, I don't mind it. Everything you just saw him say right there. You're using the left-wing media's narrative. No, because... They're doing this to, to cause division okay. in the Republican ranks. That's clearly what they're doing. I, I don't mind causing the division because uh, DeSantis also said that Trump ideas on election fraud, quote, 
did not prove to be true and said they were unsubstantiated. So he's saying that the Trump claims of the election fraud, unsubstantiated, not true. So you guys are saying, when did no, he no, say that? no, no, let's give a very generous interpretation. DeSantis is with us on this issue. And, uh, you know, he's just saying that Biden got sworn in. If we're just saying Biden got sworn in, anybody can freaking say no, that. No, he got, he got a uh, plurality of the electors. Yeah, that's, that's how that's we elect the constitutional president. process. He um, won a majority of the electors because of the fraudulent election we held. Well, I right, think you're but, making a great point there. Right. But he right. lost why is, the way that DeSantis we elected. Why is making that point then? You well, know, I you think guys he are filling in those blanks I think times what he was before, not to now. That's the thing is the media is trying to the get a, thing. They're, they're trying to trap him on this so they could divide it. And I don't think he's saying that. You know? I, I, I no, I think he is basically, you know, he's letting the cat out of the bag of what he really believes, you know, because you guys are right in the past. He used to say that, you know, I think it was the day after the election. He was standing with Trump. He was saying that we need to investigate this stuff. We need to, you know, hold these electoral college votes back until we get a true investigation and everything that went on in these states. That was DeSantis's opinion then. Now it doesn't seem to be the case. So, and he's and, only going to go further and further to the left on election fraud. Hmm. And uh, that, that's just what we're going to see from Ron DeSantis. So Anne Faith 92 says he was cut off in that media clip, which, again, is my whole argument here. We watched two separate clips like that were like, what, 15, 20 seconds each. I want to know the full context of that conversation. You didn't watch the full interview before you made this claim? <laughs> you know, William, you're, yeah. you're you're a real annoying guy. No, 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 no. I gotta give that one to William on there. Because I allege you're just taking the fake news. Here's the thing: you guys haven't freaking seen it either. So you're I have. Your, I did. I watched. You're trying to hold me to a standard. I watched that clip. No, I wasn't making the claim. Yeah, I, I use the clips, and you're saying that there's more context to it. You have the burden They're of proof. Probably, no, you have the burden the of proof. making the claim. No, no, you're the, the one, one who's saying you. that there's more context to we it. Don't live I'm in not a understanding what DeSantis system. is saying. If you're of making course the I. claim against a candidate, you need to back up your claim. DeSantis is the one saying that Trump lost. And, you know, you like to go back and forth, William, so that nobody actually knows what you believe. So, you know, you it's like, are you a DeSantis about? guy? <laughs> no, what do you believe? Not, you know, nobody knows. You're just like DeSantis. You flip-flop. You know, nobody knows what you think. You know, you say the election was stolen, now it isn't. You know, nobody knows. So let's just hope done, for the best. If you're done rambling, I'd like to make my position clear. Do you need another Diet Coke before, or a Coke Zero? I, I probably do. I probably you do really, for this Don't one. tell me you're out of that. Jeez, I'm not. Scandal. I'm not yet. But uh, I am hesitantly supporting DeSantis as much stronger in the DeSantis camp before we were here because I do like Trump. And the fact that they're coming after him so strongly makes me want to support him. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very reasonable position to have. At least, like, what, 30% of the party feels the same way? I'm sure more. I'm sure more people have gone from the DeSantis or quote-unquote anti-Trump camp over to the Trump camp. So everyone at one point has kind of felt this way. T- mm-hmm. Tucker says we never had a trial to determine if Trump's claims were legit. And we were discussing yeah. this in the pre-show. The, the evidence wasn't allowed to be submitted. Yeah, I know. And this is, what, this is the thing. So this is Trump now being indicted, right, on... Oh, he's trying to overthrow the outcome election. What was Trump trying to do? Turn over the legislature. Now think, if you're pro-democracy, as they say in the uh, uniparty circles, if you're pro-democracy and you have problems with an election, sorry, I know the media had their narrative from day one, but we Mm -hmm. can't listen to the media. We need to look at this election. Everyone saw those results at 3 in the morning. That's bizarre, right? 
So if, if you're going to adjudicate election, well, first of all, it's not the president that just makes the decision. It can't be the president's Department of Justice that makes the decision, mm-hmm. right? It's not even really good if it's the Supreme Court of the United States, nine unelected judges. The best thing to do is put it back to the body of the people in the states that they came from. So what's yeah. Trump asking for Pence to do? Take it back to the state legislatures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the democratic process. So I agree with Tucker. We never had trial. That's where the trial yeah. needed to happen, not in front of some unelected judges. Right. It wasn't Especially to overturn with, uh, the election. It was to delay the certification. Mm-hmm. Correct, yes, yeah. to right. look at it because that everyone knows that was a bizarre. By the way, did you guys see Joe Rogan um, giving a hat tip to the, the, the uh, when he was on with Patrick Bet David? Did you guys watch this? Uh, I watched yeah, it, but I what are you talking about? You gave like a hat tip to election fraud talking about Carrie Lake's oh, yeah, numbers, yeah. right? That's right. Yep. But, I mean, it's obviously elections aren't zero fraud, mm-hmm. and it's not 100% fraud. So how do we know where it's at? And that election, everyone was watching an election. The left's not going to admit this because quite fr- – and by the way, they have no credibility on this issue. They told us about Russia, Russia, Russia for three mm-hmm. years. That's all they ta- talked about. So they have no credibility on this. By the way, the left always claims election fraud until it's n- the most legitimate election ever held. In COVID, 80% of people voting, no signatures on uh, absentee ballots. Oh, this is the most uh, obviously well-run election ever. Whatever, you guys are such liars. Mm-hmm. Everyone saw the discrepancies about election. So let's look into it. And and then the and the left-wing media always goes, oh, well, this was thrown out of the courts. But those were like technicalities, like there wasn't standing or something like that. So we didn't really adjudicate that election, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's a dying issue now because we're in the 2024 election. Real, real quick on that point. Um, someone had a good comment earlier. I don't remember what exactly said, but. Um, I believe the election was stolen, by the way, but I don't think Trump has put forth a good alternative. If he believes the election was stolen, why is he like, what's he going to do differently this election to ensure that's not stolen from him again? I don't mm-hmm. think he's laid that out, but. Uh, well, you know, I mean, light, there's nothing, you know, I mean, if you don't have political power, you can't change election laws. You can't change the things that are corrupt. You can't change, you know, the Dominion ballot machines and. Uh, I think the biggest way that we can, you know, stop it is by being election judges, documenting fraud, exposing fraud, because if we expose it, then we have a chance to fight it. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing. You're right that fraud is going to happen regardless. It doesn't matter. Hmm? If the fraud is from the I don't buy the Dominion thing, by the way. I think there is stealing with paper ballots, but I'm not convinced by the Dominion thing. But if that the Dominion thing's so easy, though. And, and by the way, we shouldn't say Dominion, just any kind of voting machine. Right. So easy. Yeah. They did a movie on this. This is what bothers me. Uh, Man of the Year, I think it's called. Robin Williams, he's a comedian. Basically, he's playing Jon Stewart, and he runs for presidency. Mm-hmm. And he's like last in the poll three-way race and wins because there was a problem with the software, and it delivered the victory to him as a third-party candidate. And it wasn't nefarious until they were tried covering up because they didn't want their you know, contracts and their money to go away. No, because they would have to admit that the software had big glitches. But that's true. It's like it would be so easy to fool that, you mm-hmm. know? What does being of light say here? Re-election? Yeah, I thought this was a great question. Were election laws changed with, without the state legislature in Minnesota? I have meant to dig into that by having Oh, yeah, 100%. Steve Simon just changed it. I think what were the changes in Minnesota? Certainly, you didn't need a, a witness signature on absentee ballots. That was one mm-hmm. of them, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Wish I knew off the top of my head some of the other ones. Yeah, but Didn't these happen in a lot of important states. The 
mail-in deadline. I thought that was changed too. I think that was. Yeah, think that that's sounds right. familiar as well. Yeah. yeah, there are a couple of them that were just kind of done, I think, with the help of walls, mm-hmm. but um, certainly without the legislature. And I think that's your best argument in states like Pennsylvania, where the mm-hmm. Secretary of State did the exact same thing. Um, yeah. And I don't remember why that case was tossed out, but I think that one went to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's uh, let's end there. We, we don't know our Thursday show because we got two different – things that we're weighing um so we're gonna bring you a good show on thursday i'll put it that way the two things that we are weighing which one we'll do they're both good so thursday at one o'clock right here exposing ron DeSantis or exposing nikki haley those are the two things we're weighing out right now so <laughs> uh, you know there i mean i don't know if william still even really cares about DeSantis. santos is just it's it's bad i would have thought thought this was gonna happen yeah well like, you like know you know governor. he's running a terrible campaign right yeah oh, no yeah. i really like him as governor of florida and even now he's doing great stuff with, like classical education in florida schools but right uh he's just running a terrible campaign like he's it doesn't even look like he's competitive when he is a candidate gets out there he just he doesn't have good stump speeches he's not energetic so I mean, maybe things will change when he gets on the debate stage but mm-hmm. yeah know. and tucker sent me an article earlier on true social that showed that he's changing his uh DeSantis is changing his campaign leadership to his current chief of staff of his governor uh, office. So we'll see. We'll see if any kind of changes come with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, all the people that did a rumble rant uh, funding um, Williams addiction to diet drinks. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We missed you K wall and T wall today. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday at one o'clock right here on rumble YouTube and Facebook. Take care.